Hello everyone, this is Lisa, and I'd like to welcome you to the Rural America Girl podcast. If you're joining me for the first time, I want to say hello and welcome. And for those of you who have joined me before, I also want to say hello and welcome to you as well. Today I am talking about an important subject, something that we all struggle with because we're human and that's just part of human nature. It's just something that we do. And it is worry. Have you ever worried? Have you ever been anxious about something? I'm sure that you have because I know that I have. And like I said, we're human and it's just part of the human nature for us to do this. But I wanted to bring out a scripture, a passage of scriptures in Philippians 4, 6. And I'm sure that most of you have already heard of this scripture. Maybe you've seen the Philippians 4, 6 on a t-shirt or a poster or, or maybe you've even heard somebody else talk about this. But it is this. I want to read it to you. It says, Philippians 4, 6. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And verse 7 goes on to say, And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And I want to go on and read verse 8 to you. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, Whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Now, there's a lot going on in this passage of Scripture, so I kind of want to break this down for you, and hopefully it will help you. I pray that it will help you. I know that it has helped me, and the Lord has opened my eyes and given me new understanding of this Scripture and this passage. And I just feel like a lot of people uh, out there are struggling with worry and anxiety. They're just anxious about everything. And I have a lot of conversations with people, and it seems like everything out of their mouth all the sentences that they speak and all the stories are filled with anxiety and worry, you know, and doom and gloom. You know, I, I don't really get people like that because I'm an optimistic person. I am a very, I try to be a very positive person and it just comes naturally to me. So when I hear people talk negative stuff and, and, you know, and they're talking about being anxious about this and worried about this and oh my goodness and all that and all this, it just, I knew I kind of just cringe, but I know exactly where they're coming from because I know that we all struggle with worry and we all struggle with being anxious. I know that I have. I have worried many times. I have been anxious time and time again, but that's when we should say, no, we're not, I'm not going to do this. When we catch ourselves, we need to catch ourselves when we start to worry and when we start to be anxious about things. That's when we just have to say, shut it down and say, no, the word of God tells me not to be anxious. The word of God tells me that he did not give me the spirit of fear. The word of God tells me that he is my strength. He is my strong tower. He is my stronghold. He is my Lord, my God. My life is in his hand and I trust him. And, you know, I believe that's what it all boils down to is trust. And I don't know if you know the definition of faith. If you've ever looked it up in the dictionary, but I'd like to encourage you to do that. The meaning of faith is trust, simply trusting. So 
I mean, isn't that so simple? Everybody says, have faith, have faith, do this, have faith. And faith pleases God. He tells us in his word that faith pleases him. And faith, what is it? It's trust. It's simply trusting in the Lord. So when we trust in the Lord with all of our heart, then we can rest assured that God is helping us, that he's leading and guiding and directing us. And especially when we acknowledge him in all of our ways, we are trusting him to help us not to worry. And yes, it is hard not to worry about situations that come up, you know, tragedies and all of the things that are going on in the world around us. You know, there's calamity, there's evil going around all all the time. There's always something. I mean, and that's because we live in the world. And God, Jesus, is not the Lord over this world. The devil is the Lord, is the Lord over this world because when Adam fa- fell in the garden, he gave it back over to Satan, the earth. So, you know, ah, oh, another thing that really makes me cringe is when I hear people say, oh, God's in control. God's in, yes, he is in control if we acknowledge him in all areas of our life. We have to invite him into our life. We have to invite him into our situations and our circumstances in every area of our life. And if God is in control of the earth and everything that's going on right now, my goodness, he is so disorganized and there's so many bad things happening. And I just can't understand. That's not true. God is good. God is love. And there is no shadow of turning in him. There is, he has no shadow. He is light. He is life. He is goodness. And he does not cause bad things to happen to people. He doesn't give us sickness and disease. He's redeemed us from sickness and disease. He doesn't cause calamity and evil to happen to us because Psalms 91 says that no evil shall befall you, that you are redeemed from destruction and delivered from evil. No calamity shall come near your tent. He gives us these promises. He tells us in his word that he is good. He is good. So anyone who says that God is in control, that God's in, he causes all these storms and all these things up. No, 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 that is not right. There is still an evil one that is roaming to and fro in this earth, seeking out whom he may devour, and he is wreaking havoc everywhere. And one way that he is wreaking havoc everywhere is by causing people to worry, to be anxious to be excited. Oh my goodness, what could happen? Stop it. Stop thinking that way. Start thinking on good things. Start confessing the word of God and his promises that you do have the mind of Christ, that you do hold his thoughts and his intentions of his heart, that God is your strength and so many more things that the word gives us, that he has promised in his word. And back to Philippians 4, 6, where it tells us to not be anxious for anything. If God is telling us not to be anxious for anything, then it must be possible not to be anxious. It must be possible not to worry because God is telling us, do not be anxious about anything. And then he goes on to tell us how to not be anxious, but in everything. You must pray and give thanks and present your request made known request to God. Now, 
Like I mentioned before, we have to acknowledge God in all areas of our life. We have to invite him in all areas of our life and everything. God is a detailed God. He knows every single number of hairs on your head. He knew you before the foundations of the earth. He breathed his life into you. He knows the he knows things about you that you don't even know about yourself. So if he knows all of these things and he is such a detailed God, don't you think he is capable of knowing how to take care of your situations? Knowing how to help you not to be anxious and to not to worry. He is the God of the universe and he is awesome and he is beautiful and he is perfect in all of his ways. So I encourage you today to live by the scripture. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything you must pray, make your requests known. And then once you pray, then you need to start thanking God for the answers. You need to thank God for what he's getting ready to do. The, the wonderful, marvelous, the miracles, whatever you're asking for and praying for, then give thanks for it. It may not be manifested right then when you pray, but it will be. You have to trust God to answer your prayers. So give him thanks already for it and make sure that you live every day with a grateful heart. So I want to break down the scripture for you. It's in five. There's five things that I want to bring out. First of all, it says, do not worry. So then it must be possible not to worry. Do not worry. Trust God, have faith and know that he is working in your behalf. If you've prayed, you're given thanksgiving, you've made your request known to him, then the next step to do is to trust him, is to have faith and know that he is working in your behalf. Number three is to believe that you receive. If you're praying for something and you're giving thanks for it, then you're believing that it's going to happen. You're believing that it's going to take place. You're believing that God is going to answer your prayers and he will. But I want to mention that it may not be in your timing. It's going to be in God's perfect timing, but he will answer your prayers. And number four, it says, give thanks. The scripture says, give thanks. So make sure that you live every day with a grateful heart and you give thanks for the answers and the things that you've asked God for. Thank him for those miracles. Thank you for those answers. Thank you for the people that you've been praying for that are going to be delivered and set free and saved. Thank him for that job that you may be praying for or that spouse you may be praying for or that child that has wandered off from God. Thank him for the things that he is capable and able to do. And the last thing in this scripture that that's not, well, it's really not mentioned in this scripture, but I think it's an important part that uh, we need to tie it all in together is watch your words. And what I mean by that is when we pray and we're asking God for answers, you know, we're saying, thank you, Lord. And, and, you know, when we know that he's going to answer our prayers and then we pick up the phone and we call our friend, we call our neighbor, we call our mom, whoever you're talking to. And then you start talking all of this negative stuff. Well, I just don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. 
Oh dear, my so-and-so's in trouble again. I just don't know if there's any hope for him. And oh, I'm sick and I just don't think I'm going to get over this. And I've got to go back to the doctor. And all. And then, oh, I don't know if I'll ever get a job. And and I just don't know if there's anything good out there for me. And oh no, there's no spotty out there would want to marry me. My goodness. Oh, you know, and we just keep rambling on and on and on. And to the point that it is ridiculous. So basically what you're doing is you are canceling out all the things that you just prayed for, all the things that you've been giving thanks for. Your words are powerful. And the Bible tells us, God tells us that our words are full of life and death. Our tongue has the power of life and death. And the tongue doesn't have the power. It's the words that come out of our mouth that hold those very important things, life and death. So if you are praying for something and then you're going over here and saying, well, but, 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 well, I don't know. I don't know. Then you're canceling out everything that you just prayed for and that you're believing for. You have to watch your words. You have to resist the temptation to talk about the situation. And if you do, make sure that you're talking about it in a positive way, that God's going to deliver you and God's going to help you and that the answer is coming and praise God. He is working in my behalf. So watch your words. Don't just let anything fly out of your mouth. So I want to encourage you today to be anxious for no thing. Don't worry. Pray. Trust God, believe you receive, give him thanks, watch your words, be a positive person, and study this passage of scripture in Philippians 4, 4 through 9, the entire passage there. Because if you're having trouble with worry, then you need to memorize verse 8, where it says, tells you the things that we God tells us the things that we should think about that we should ponder on what is true what is noble what is right what is pure what is lovely what is admirable what is excellent and praiseworthy think on these things don't focus on the negative in your life no if you have given your petition to God and you've done the things that he has asked us to do in Philippians 4, 6 with your situation, then know and trust that he is going to help you. And I want to know if this podcast has helped you in any way. Leave me a comment. I would love to hear from you. And also, I would like to invite you to join me for the next podcast coming up. And if you don't like or haven't liked my my Rural America page on Facebook, I would like to invite you to do that. And also to find me over on Instagram and YouTube. And oh my goodness, social media just makes me tired sometimes. (laughs) But I want to invite you to join me and connect with me in every way on the social outlets. So... If you have any questions or concerns or prayer requests or testimonies, I would love to hear them. Send me a message. Send me a comment. Visit my RuralAmericaGirl.com website and connect with me there as well. And until next time, I want to say you are awesome. You are good. And God has a wonderful plan for your life. Don't worry, my friend. Your answer is coming. (music) 